good? Oh my gosh, it's so freaking windy outside. Jesus Christ, and there's a seagull on my garbage. Oh my gosh, everything is going wrong. I have to take a picture of this. Oh my gosh. I know. No, oh my god, there's more coming. Jesus. Ugh. Y'all hear me good? Probably not. Oh my gosh. Get away from my garbage, seagulls. Can y'all hear me good? <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> good morning. Jesus, what a way to start the pod. Um, that was scary. I thought I was going to get attacked. It is freezing cold outside. It looks like it just rained. <laughs> I didn't know it rained last night. But that's the kind of thing that happens when you go to bed at 9 o'clock and don't wake up until 9 o'clock the next day. So... I've got lots of energy, but I'm unaware of what's going on in the world. I've been locking my phone lately. <laughs> That's been my thing, is I'll do those like app limits from nine to nine, or no, nine to seven, not to nine, because then I wouldn't be able to use my phone right now. Well, actually I would because it's 9.30, but I would want to leave earlier. I just, I just never do, but I like want to keep it in the possibility that one day I will leave at like 8, but I never will. Anyways, I do it from 9 o'clock at night to 7. It's a pretty, pretty good. It helps me go to bed earlier for sure. Because I'm not just mindlessly scrolling on Twitter or like going through some weird argument on TikTok and like finding the, the root of the problem and picking a side and being upset, which I do way too much. But I'm not doing that when I'm, you know, asleep. Or not, when I'm, like, locked out. So I just go to sleep instead. <sighs> wow, what a start to the pod. It was not what I was expecting. But <laughs> if you want to see the pictures of the seagulls on my garbage, um, I'm going to post it probably on my Instagram. So go check out my Insta if you want to see some exclusive podcast footage. <laughs> super exclusive. Super... Super cool. I also, I didn't really even know that I could take pictures while I'm recording since I do it all on my phone. But now I know I can. So I could have taken a picture of that dog last week that was standing in the middle of the street with nobody around. But I didn't because I got scared. But uh, next time I will, you know, why not? So for this conversation, I thought maybe I would talk about something a little more lighthearted. Um, not that last week was like serious necessarily, but it was definitely like real life problems and stuff like that, boo. And I don't want to go too crazy loading on the personal life. And so I figured it would be nice to just talk about something um, really stupid. So I think I'm going to discuss the series of Angry Birds movies, Angry Birds 1 and 2, and also the Emoji movie in great depth and give my, my, my critique of both of those franchises. Um, if, you know, uh, disclaimer, I have not watched any of these movies since they came out in theaters, but I did see all of them in theaters. Um, but I only watched them once. I'm not a repeat movie gal personally. 
I'm very, when I watch it once, I'm like, cool, I'm done. Most of the time, I don't even watch movies. I just read the plot. Anyone I know can tell you that I do that. And it's probably one of my most annoying character traits. So, I just figured it'd be fun. I mean, honestly, what do I, I watched Angry Birds 2 pretty recently. And I've, oh, I have watched Angry Birds 2 twice. Also, I'm a liar. I just rewatched Angry Birds 2 with my old roommate. So, that's a little bit fresher. But I've not seen Angry Birds 1 since it came out, or the Emoji Movie. I'm going to start with Angry Birds 1. <laughs> okay. So, I'll give you, like, a brief, uh, like, a description of the plot. But, again, keep in mind, <laughs> this is what I remember the plot to be. I don't plan out these episodes of the podcast at all. I don't script it. I don't write anything down. And most importantly, I don't research. So Lord knows I didn't even read the plot to Angry Birds 1, 2 or the Emoji Movie anytime soon. So just saying, don't be surprised if it makes no sense or if it's incorrect. Because I did not watch it recently. I would never do that. I would never put work into anything. You're just going to have to get my best guess at what the movie is. From my memory, which isn't that good as we know. So, make sure you got, you know, your popcorn, grab a water, because we're diving into the, the crazy world of Angry Birds. Okay. We open on... Um, I don't know how the movie starts, but basically, <laughs> the gist of it all, there are angry birds. Well, there's just birds. There's a bird island, and that's where all our favorite characters from the video game live. You have Red, he's, he's the main character, and he is the namesake, the angry bird. So, the whole thing is, he is like a grumpy bird. He's angry, and nobody likes him because he's so grumpy. And there's like little baby chick birds that are really cute. And there's like, there's like, you know, the fast bird, the yellow guy. And then there's the black bird, who's the big bomb guy. And then I think that's the main cat, or is there something else? Oh, and there's, oh wait, is there another red one? And then, okay, so <laughs> then there's the other island the pig island which as we know in the game is what you're trying to destroy oh my god I'm walking through a freaking wind tunnel right now and so the basic gist of the first movie is that the pigs and that and the, the birds are always at war they're always fighting sending things back and forth exploding each other's area and the red his whole thing has is that he Wait, is that the second movie? <laughs> Wait a minute, maybe I should have watched the first movie again. Well, basically they don't get along, and then um, they send over like a peace treaty, the pigs do, but it's really a lie, I think, and then they, they kill them. Well, they don't kill them because it's a kid's movie, but they do weird stuff, and then they take over, and then Red is like, I'm going to save the day, and then Red and his team of quirky side characters, one of them being this eagle, I believe, who's in the first movie. He's supposed to be the mighty eagle, but he's really like a bum. And they save the day. I really don't remember the plot that much. That's what I'm thinking. 
Now, let me get into the second movie, because that's where I remember the most. So the second movie, Red is like this hero. He has all his friends. He's like the big the big dog. Everyone credits it pretty much like solely to him for some reason, even though we all know it was a whole team. He kind of gets the main praise, I guess. And um, they're doing fun things. Like they take him to like a dating, speed dating, which is pretty funny. He meets uh, this white bird who is like the opposite of him. She has like a list. She's checking him out. She's like, mm, you don't have this, this, this. You're too angry. And he's like, whatever, you're weird. And then they move on. But yeah, it's funny. I think Nicki Minaj is the voice of one of the characters in this scene. Um, both Angry Birds are one of those movies where you have to be watching it. I don't even recommend it in theaters. I recommend at home with your phone IMDb pulled up so that you can quickly find who is voicing all these characters because if you don't know, they are extremely star-studded to a point where it's kind of crazy. So, they, the speed dating, then uh, the pigs send a message because the pigs have, there's like icicles being set over to the pigs, I think, like smashing their town. So they send a message, like a peace treaty thing, uh, but Red still thinks they're up to it, like he thinks it's more shenanigans, so he doesn't trust it. And so, they get sent another one, I think, and he still doesn't, oh, the pigs like come over, they like SWAT team that their house, and they're like, it's not us, we sent you the peace treaty, and Red's like, I didn't uh, look at it, and they're like, why not, it's important, there's this island, and they're sending over icicles, and we find out the island is run by this big old bird, played by none other than everybody's favorite, Leslie Jones, I love a good Leslie Jones, this is the role of a lifetime, Leslie Jones and her nerdy assistant, who is... Aquafina, I think, who plays like her little, or maybe that's one, no, 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 that's the pig's assistant, that's the king pig, his assistant is Aquafina. Uh, there's someone who plays Leslie's, I just don't remember who, I, oh, is it Tiffany Haddish? I think it's Tiffany Haddish. So, they're the, you know, dynamic duo, and they are basically living on this, like, ice island and can't do anything because it's all just ice, and the pool is ice, and the food is ice. And she's like, I got to get out of here. I want to go to Bird Island or Pig Island or whatever. And so basically they're like setting those icicles and they're making this whole plan to send a bunch and, and kill everybody on the island or something. And so the pigs and birds decide they're going to team up. But the yellow bird is like, we need my sister. She's like a science person. She's really smart. She can help us. We get to the school and he runs up to his sister and he runs really fast because he's a fast bird and his sister is the girl that Red met at speed dating and then Yellow's like that's my sister don't date her and Red's like don't worry about it wasn't gonna and then she's like this guy and he's like we can't have her on our team because he doesn't like her yet and all the other birds are like she's cool because <laughs> she is hashtag women, women feminism and then they go, they're teamed up with the pigs at this point, so we have the big old king pig, and Aquafina, and I feel like somebody else, but I don't remember, and then all the birds. And there, Red has, he's like, alright, here's the plan, we're gonna go, we're gonna stop the machine, and then everyone's gonna love us. And then the girl's like, um, that's not a plan, because it's not. And she's like, why don't we do this, and then this. 
And he's like, fine, whatever. We don't need a plan. And then so they don't really listen to her that much. I mean, they like her, except everyone's butt red. He's kind of being a bitch. And then they go and they have like this scuba. Oh, that's like a submarine they get in off the shore of the bird island. And the teacher bird is like, Red, are we going to need to evacuate? Just like that. She says that. And then he's like, no, don't worry about it. We're going to save everybody. And so she's like, all right. And then they go. And they go through these, this big adventure. Um, the mighty eagle, I think, was supposed to come. And then he left for a quote-unquote unknown reason. But they make it kind of obvious why. And then they, um, ma, 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 ma. oh, they, they have like a secret eagle costume, which is like one of the big eagles. And so all the birds dress up like the eagle and they, or not all the birds, I think Red and the white bird go together because she's like, I'll keep him safe. <laughs> Always got to protect men. And then the rest of them pile into the suit that's like very janky to control there's a lot of laughs a lot of funny moments with this janky bird costume but they sneak in as like a security guard bird or like eagle i guess eagle's the right word because if they were birds they would just be on the bird island but it's the eagle island and so they sneak in they're doing it they're like going to the bathroom trying to get a key card and stuff um and then cuts the other team red and the white bird are also sneaking in. Red keeps messing up and she keeps saving his ass, as one does. Now, let's get into the B-plot, because that's the A-plot, but I want to talk about the B-plot. The B-plot is these three little birds. It might be four, honestly, I don't know. But there's some fucking birds. And they're little tiny chickies, little baby birds, and they have eggs. And they're playing, um, well, first they're playing, they're playing pigs and, and birds, and they're like, Oh, give you know, give me give me your eggs. But the 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 little bird keeps saying rocks on accident. Give me your rocks because they don't have any eggs. They just have rocks. And they're like, well, let's go get our sisters, which are eggs, because they're little birds waiting to hatch. So they're little eggs. He's like, we'll go get them so it's easier to play. Mind you, they're playing by the ocean, by the shore. So they grab their little sisters. They're playing. He says it right, and then they float away. And then their, her sisters float away. And the little birds are in the ocean. And they're like, oh shit, let's go save them. Basically, it's the plot of the, the Ice Age B plot, which is that little fucking squirrel or whatever the fuck trying to get that acorn. Um, it's basically that, but with three cute little birds um, trying to get their siblings from dying. So it makes more sense than the acorn. Uh, squirrel, to be honest, to be perfectly frank. It does. I'll give them credit. Um, that's a pretty good B-plot. It has a lot of cute, funny moments, because they're cute birds. Uh, basically, one of the points, they they go up to space, because the, the eggs launch up to space, and then shoot back in the atmosphere. Uh, I think they land on, like, an island with a snake, and the chickens are like, oh no, what are we gonna do? And then it shows them walking away with like snakeskin boots and hats, which is very dark. I don't know why. 
why that was a plot point, but that's basically, I think the last time we see them and then they take those eggs. That's the B plot. That's what's going on simultaneously is all of this. So, Red and the White Bird and the Big Eagle Bird are like in the same room at this point, I think, just like on different levels, like Red and the White Bird are like up really high. And so, they have a plan of like, oh, we need to just hit one of those balls I gave it a ramp velocity of 500 feet and it'll block the machine so it can't shoot anymore. So they have that, but I, don't, I think they don't know how to do it. And so the eagle bird is down at the, the main level, the fake bird. And I think that's the scene that David Dobrik is in where he's like, let's get it or whatever the fuck he says. And then they dance paddle and then... Um, I think the head falls off at some point or like something exposes it that there's people in there and they get captured or some shit and then um they oh no no I don't know if they get captured but red and the the white one get captured into like these pool floaties and the frozen pools they can't get out and Leslie Jones does her whole monologue so good and then they get out obviously because she did some shit she's better than him and she gets him out too and then they go do the thing but I think at some point they get like to the team and they're like well what do you want to do Red and Red's like why don't we ask the real leader and then she's like here's the plan and then they figure out how they're gonna like launch that shit up the velocity whatever and then I think they do it and it like doesn't work and they do it again and it does work I don't know But basically, at some point in this, fucking eagle bitch comes back. Um, Because it turns out that him and Leslie Jones are high school sweethearts. Who would have thought? I didn't even know they had eagle high school. And so, they, um, he tries to like rekindle it and he's like, let's get married. Oh, he proposed and then he walked out on her at the wedding. And so he's like, I'm mature now, let's get married. And she's like, I don't care anymore. I just don't want to live on an ice tundra. So I'm gonna keep doing what I was doing. Uh, But I think he like bought them time because they obviously end up saving the day. And then it goes back to the island or like they got hit still, the island got hit and they should have evacuated, but they didn't. I don't know. And then, They get back to the island, and they're like, it's, everything's fixed. Like, Red, give a speech. And he gives a little speech, and then he's like, and now to the real hero, she really saved the day. And he brings up the white bird, and the yellow bird's like, don't kiss my sister. But now they're in love. And so, they, um, they are, she gives her credit, and then they, go uh to like the bird mount rushmore which is the four of them probably from the first movie i don't remember and then they like have a date and kiss probably or something like that and leslie jones and the mighty eagle get married and the three little chicklings from the b plot find out that they actually the eggs hatch and it's a bunch of fucking snakes and they're like oh shit we took we mugged this mother snake of her skin to make boots and hats to really drive a point home even though we just needed to grab the eggs 
and it wasn't even their eggs. And then we see from the shore this egg slither, or this uh, snake slither up with like a cast on and like crutches. And it gives the eggs back like a fucking weird trade-off with the cops. And then the, the chickens give their, the snakes to the mom and the mom gives the birds. Birds are cute, the snakes are cute. It's a very cute thing. And yeah, that's the plot of Angry Birds 2. Roughly, give or take. I wouldn't necessarily rely on either of these as like, like if you listen to this and then had to take like a reading test about them in school, like the actual movie, you'd probably get like a C plus, max. So take that with a grain of sand. But that's my, okay. Now for my hot takes. I think Angry Birds 1, but especially 2, are the best movies ever. I think they are so good, and I think they are top tier animated movies and comedy movies, but especially number one animated comedy movie. Um, They're just so, I mean obviously I can't tell you the jokes right now because I don't remember enough to even do that, but that wasn't the point of that, that was just a recap so you know the gist of it. The actual movie I still recommend watching because it's so funny and it has just it reminds me of old Spongebob I've said this before it reminds me of old Spongebob like the show how there would just be some some really stupid jokes that everyone can laugh at but every now and then they have one that just like doesn't make sense to kids but makes sense to adults and you're like how'd they get that in here (laughs) how is that allowed but it's funny like the fucking chicks beating a mother snake's ass is so out of pocket and funny first movie was really funny too, I clearly just don't remember very much, but they're both great movies. And second, my favorite thing about movies ever is getting to look up who's in them afterwards, or during, like I said, if you're watching at home. And so, it's so nice to have a movie so star-studded, it's so, it has just most obscure people that you can watch with someone and be like, I recognize that voice, it's blah blah blah, I recognize that voice, it's Maya Rudolph. I recognize that voice. It's the guy who played Olaf in Frozen, which are both real cast members of the show. I think that's so neat, and I love to look up show production. There's like crazy YouTubers and act real actors and singers in this. Like, it's just amazing. Leslie Jones gives a marvelous performance in the second movie. She really is, it's a, it's a perfect role. It's so good. Um, Aquafina is always funny, always great. Like, the cast is just so good. It's so fun to spot out the little cameos. I think more movies should just shove random ass people in them because why the fuck not? Yeah, just put like that actor. I want to see Kristen Stewart just in a random, like, Fast and Furious movie for no fucking reason. She's just a lady that they drive by. It's the same energy of like, there's a bunch of shit, why my feet feel like ass? It's the same energy as like, in High School Musical 2, when there's that little tiny clip at the end of Miley Cyrus dancing, and everyone's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I remember watching it as a kid and being like, why is Miley Cyrus there? I'm pretty sure it was a contest, but still, I didn't vote for it. I couldn't use the computer alone. And so it's like, <laughs> what? And everyone has the memory of like, rewinding it back to make sure we saw it correctly and like 
freaking out when you got it to pause at the right moment, being like, oh my god, it is Miley Cyrus. Or Selena Gomez. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure it was Miley. But yeah, so funny. I think they should do that more in movies. Angry Birds take the cake with doing that shit. So, gotta love them. Um, what else was I gonna say? Oh, I just think they're great movies. I think they're great children's movies and are severely like underrated just because they are Angry Birds movies. Just because, oh, those are the video game. It's the same energy as people who didn't like that show Dog with the Blog on Disney Channel because, oh, it's a dog, it's so stupid. That concept is stupid. <laughs> Hello? First of all, what a star-studded cast as well. The bitch from, what the fuck is the show that she's in? I don't remember. I, I really just want to Dog with the Blog now. Oh, she's in a lot of stuff. She's in Good Luck Charlie as like the little villain. And she's in something, I know she's a main character in something else too. She's a star. We have the bitch from Lemonade Mouth, Long Hair Zaddy. Love him. He's on TikTok and he liked my video once. Um, so we're getting married. Also, the dad, hilarious. The mom, dare I say one of the best Disney moms. She doesn't get enough fucking credit. I hope she's not a Republican now, but she doesn't get enough credit for being really fucking funny. And the little redheaded sister. That shit don't make any sense. Punnett squares. They got the tiny redhead curly hair girl. They got the middle-sized, middle-aged. Not middle-aged, but in the middle child. Blonde hair bitch. And then they got the someone with dark hair, dark eyebrows. And the mom is blonde. And I think the dad's like bald and also blonde maybe. How the fuck did they get that? I don't think that checks out. Maybe she's adopted. I don't remember actually. <laughs> Anyways. And then of course, the dog. Great dog awesome breed so sick and he's funny people just don't like it because it sounds stupid but i think people should open their fucking minds and enjoy things and like laugh at shit that's just stupid because it's just stupid oh the show spongebob is just a sponge underwater that's so stupid sponges dish sponges don't even like live in the water it's not even a sea sponge okay but it's funny. Why is his friend a squid? It doesn't matter. It's a cartoon and it's funny. It's a kid's show and it's funny. That's how I feel about the Angry Birds movie. I think they're extremely underrated. But I think it's good that they got the star-studded cast because I think that did encourage people to go see it. Just to support, you know, Smosh or, you know, Nicki Minaj or anyone like that. Just to support. You know, Nicki Minaj might have been an Ice Age. Maybe she wasn't in this. I don't know. <laughs> someone's in it okay i don't know there's a lot of people check the cast list fact check me come back to me so that's my hot take on the angry birds movies now let me talk about the emoji movie i don't even think i can give a like plot description at least very in-depthly because i watched this so long ago but i'll try basically oh wait i don't remember anything at all it's an emoji and his dad is like sad or something like that's his emotion and they work in this like fucking computer this big ass thing and that's where they go to like you know be do what they do they're the emoji they're the emoticon they're the heart they're the dancing lady it's all the emojis like brought to life and our emoji is supposed to be i don't even remember probably sad or something like that and he doesn't want to be he wants to be happy or something like that and so he doesn't want to do his job and he goes off on this crazy adventure and 
he's with like this goth chick and she's like an ex living off the grid and they explore all the you know different websites and I'm pretty sure they had to do like off brand names maybe Candy Crush was the name brand but they basically just do all the apps that we have like Twitter or whatever and it's making you know commentary on stuff all the, the whole time on media and whatever and then at the end we find out that the emo girl is this missing princess emoji or I guess missing princess they're all emojis I don't think I need to say that but yeah she's missing and she is it's her and she exposes that at the end I honestly don't remember if she like stays as the princess I hope she does it because that's kind of a bummer I hope she stays goth that's fun anyways <laughs> that's like the vague plot but that's not my point my point is that people shit on it so hard before it even came out because they were like, a movie about emojis? That's crazy. I'm like, really? This is where we draw the line? A movie about emojis? How is that weird at all? That's so like normal. And it's like really cool. It was a good movie. Also star-studded, I believe. I feel like Seth Rogen's in it, but I might be thinking of Sausage Party because they're very similarly an animated for some fucking reason but yeah and whatever so it's it's I remember watching it again do I remember everything that happened no of course not go fucking watch the movie if you want that I'm here to give hot takes <laughs> so I just remember laughing I remember thinking it was so fun and I remember being shocked by the plot twist and I also remember bitches being like I sat coming from a mile away of course she's the missing princess. Uh, I didn't know. They mentioned the missing princess and I was like, wow, I wonder if they're gonna find her. And then I forgot. <laughs> so when goth girl was the missing princess, I was like, gag, gag. I didn't know. It was a huge reveal to me and I loved it. It was a great movie and I enjoyed watching it. I will never understand why people hate on it because it's just like a kid's movie. I wasn't expecting a cinematic masterpiece. I was expecting a kid's movie and it was a really good kid's movie. Ugh. All right, while I take a water break, because clearly I need one, you tell me your top three underrated fave movies in detail, go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. What hot takes you have. Thank you for sharing with the class so that I could drink water. So, <laughs> moving on. This also opens the door for me to give my angry take on none other than Ice Age 4, I think. Whatever one is the one with like the hippie bitch that is a sloth also. Um, I'm not even going to try to give a plot analysis. It's the same shit in every fucking Ice Age movie. Climate change. <laughs> well, not climate change. Well, technically it is part of climate change. Technically, fun <laughs> fact, um, so climate change happens naturally, that is true, um, it is something that goes back and forth and fluctuates, 
so uh, the ice age was like the low low of climate change and then it's right now because technically in like in world terms we're not very fucking old like it hasn't been that long since the ice age in terms of like the fucking universe and so we're just coming out of the ice age now and that's why it's heating up being fucking weird now that being said because i remember a biology teacher taught me this in you know biology and she was like that's why climate change isn't real that's why global warming's not real i beg the question <laughs> that even proves it more and also it's been proven that we are very much including and adding to it that and it would not be this bad and weird and awful if we were not doing all this whack shit on earth that contributes to climate change so to that miss d'ambrosio i say uh you're wrong and climate change is real you can acknowledge that it's natural while also acknowledging that man has a part in it um booyah got you i wish i passed your final but i got an f anyways ugh, i did pass the class so but barely anyways um what was i talking about oh ice age i remember liking the first ice age movie as a kid i'm pretty sure it like made me upset it was one of those movies that like was a little too real for me sometimes got a little too sad and i'm not really into that but i remember liking them this movie the fourth or third one or whatever where they meet that lady i that's where i have to draw the line it was so boring so extraordinarily painfully unfunny unoriginal and just not good characters not charming characters you didn't really like any of them when you're watching it it feels like dragging it feels like like their issues are very real very real life issues it's kind of part of the reason i don't love the crude movie which i also i just watched that recently actually the rest of these i saw in theaters <laughs> but i did watch the crude movie at home and it was good but it was just a little too real for me maybe i'm just at a bad time in my life where i can't watch anything serious and i've been at this time for the past five years but I just, I just don't want to watch a kid's animated movie that's going to make me reflect on my life. You know, I don't want that. And I just think all the ice ages get too real at some point. Like them being extinct and then there's more and then they are extinct. It's like, oh, I don't want to talk about that. That's what real life is for. If I wanted to find out there was some endangered mammal, I would fucking go on CNN and, and watch their news show where they're going to tell you about all the animals that are going endangered because humans are the worst shit to grace this planet. You know, I don't want to watch that shit. And so I just remember being very disappointed by the last Ice Age movie and just not liking it. So, and then I remember being like, okay, so what's the deal with all the bitches who are like so anti Angry Birds, anti emoji movie, but then they like Ice Age or they are, you know, silent about ice age it's like mm, maybe you should watch all of them maybe you should go to the theater and check them out because i guarantee you're going to be far more entertained watching angry birds 2 than you are watching <laughs> ice age 4 and i would put money that if angry birds goes on long enough to ha to have an angry birds 4 and 5 or whatever that it will still be funnier than ice age 
because those bitches were handed an extremely stupid idea of uh, it's a video game now make it a sh- make it a movie and they were working with what they had and they had to make it funny and charming and likable because that's what you have to do when you have a shitty hand dealt to you whereas Ice Age was like well everybody liked Ice Age of one so we're just gonna keep doing that shit over and over again no try harder it's not good I much more respect movies that are dealt a small hand like Angry Birds or the Emoji Movie or even a show like Dog with the Blog than I like a show who has the world on its side already just so that it can continuously drop the ball. My nose is running so bad right now. Sorry, I don't mean to get angry that my nose leaks. So, that's how I feel about that. Now, what was I going to say? I just need... Everybody say bless you. Um, I had another movie pop into my head as I was talking about this. Angry Birds. Ice Sage. <coughs> bless me again. Bless me again. Uh, I do not remember. I have fallen ill all of a sudden. And can no longer speak apparently oh my gosh these fucking mocos are running down my face like I'm a nasty little goblin I'm walking on the side of a very busy street just picking my nose furiously okay whatever I'm just gonna leak boogers until the cows come home by the cows I mean me I am the cow. (coughs) Like, what the fuck? Bitch, am I becoming sick still? If you have been listening to this podcast, I don't think there was a single episode where I wasn't ill. I really don't. Maybe like the first couple, and then it immediately goes downhill. Bummer. Anyways, (laughs) I don't remember what I was saying anymore. Um, I know I left off talking about Ice Age. Not a fan. They need to try harder. Uh, bleh. That's my opinion. So, I think just in conclusion, people need to be less judgy of movies that seem a little weird and be more accepting and be ready. For success because if you're going into it you're like you're gonna hate it you're gonna hate it obviously if you gave it the same chance you give all the other shitty animated original movies and or sequels of sequels that also suck then I think you'll enjoy I think you'll have a fun time you take the kids take your younger sibling your niece I don't fucking know I watch these alone with people that are my age so do without what you will But I recommend these movies heavily. I think everyone should watch the Emoji Movie. I think everyone should at least watch Angry Birds 2. And I think they should cast more celebrities and things. 
because there's just not enough cameos in the world. <laughs> and that's it, basically. Um, I wish I could remember the other movie that I was thinking about that's kind of the same gist, or maybe it was a show. I don't remember if I think of it or if you think of any. DM me on Twitter. My name is my name. And um, let me know. And I'll try to think of it for next time. But yeah, that's it, basically. Uh, thank you for listening. And I'll chat with you guys next time. Bye-bye.